It's an exposition expedition this week on The Hapless Heroes. Do your horns hang to the left or the right? Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave and I will once again be your host and dungeon master for this evening. We will, of course, start this evening the same way I start all of them by introducing our cast, starting to my left with Sebastian as Chumdalum. Hello! To his left is Nicole as Glorp. Should I decorate my cooler if I find it? To her left is Mike as Brew Blitzbor. One of the coolest junkyards I've ever seen. To his left is Lou as Lev Zengief. Don't call our home junk. To his left, we have John as Jam Jam. Jam Jam is having a hard time following all this exposition. And to his left, we have Francesco as Percival. It's a pleasure to be here. So as we left off... We were most of the way to uh, to Our Lady of Wanderers, the uh, local church and community center all rolled into one. And March has been giving a, uh, well, frequently incredibly profane and uh, cuttingly insightful uh, exposition to uh, the universe, sort of a uh, flotilla 101 for you guys while we're, you know, having the Aaron Sorkin-esque walk and talk sequence uh, from your home, the now Casa Concordia to Our Lady of Wanderers. Now, how how long does this walk take us? I mean, it took us an hour of talking, <laughs> so I'm curious how long it actually takes. Like, how, how yeah, big, not, how big are we long, walking I mean, here? Because like, yeah. I mean, even just walking a couple city blocks, like it takes a yeah. while. So I, I yeah. like how far. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a straight hour of talking because there were other <laughs> actions that were taken in there in that, you know, Jam Jam swiped a beverage, uh, yeah. you know, from like a table at a like an outdoor bar, uh, you know, among other things. Right. You know, and we were just kind of prodding with a lot of questions. So there, and there was some fiddling around at home. So not a total hour, but yeah, it might have yeah. been like a half hour walk. I'm just curious, like how far, like cause I we, we got an image of this kind of superstructure city thing as fairly big. Um, where like where are we in position to like the yeah. rest or it's our home and terribly far? Like it's maybe we've gone probably about the equivalent of four city blocks. Although like streets big, are big not blocks. really laid out as a grid like places streets kind of just go wherever the fuck they want to go um, yeah i imagine there's like a lot of alleys and a lot of like you yeah. know like we're like moving between hulls of ships and things like that that are yeah. kind of creating are like there like shift alleys yeah. and alleys that are going yeah alleys that are going under buildings it's there are like a couple of small like hover cars and stuff you'll see going okay. around um, you made mention of fucking biker gangs before so. yeah, there, are, there are yeah gangs on bikes both bicycles and actual and motorbikes. unicycles 
a unicycle yes, gang? There are now. <laughs> there is now a unicycle gang. There are uh, they're slightly effeminate looking mimes and uh, they're actually and, really awful and brutal. And they really they're, hate they're, the twice gang. You're a traditional one percenter biker gang. Glorp is definitely gonna get mugged by the unicycle yeah. mimes. I feel like the, so? the unicycle mimes just really hate the tricycle gang. <laughs> like this is now the mortal enemies. we're all building up about <laughs> yes. the, the, the interworkings of the minor gangs. Of it's all about raft. how many wheels. <laughs> well, this is how we write our material. Right. If, <laughs> this is it. This is a writing session, folks. <laughs> they all are. That's what Every happens when is. you improvise your entire show is that it's all just. I mean, we've written a lot of stuff before this. It's just, yeah. that, you know. But yeah, we're literally playing at the writer's table here. <laughs> uh, roller skater gang. Roller blader gang. Thank you very much. No, no, I want a roller skater. gang. Yeah, I was literally going to say that's, that's okay, distinct. Yeah. <laughs> the DMs are just all furiously writing notes, either badly yeah. or. Uh, um, <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. The uh, the skater boys, a.k.a. the see you later boys. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> this is all going to come back up later at some point and like uh, one of us yeah. is going to get lassoed with a stripy tie. Yeah, it's pretty complicated. Had to wow. keep it going. Yay. Keep it alive. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Uh, so I think we should probably just take it as read that we've hopefully made it to Our, Our Lady of Wanderers by now. Yes. Unless there's more exposition that needs to be delivered. <laughs> no, I think we can trickle truth it out after after this, you know. There's just another character that's going to deliver the exposition in a moment. <laughs> yeah. Hooray. With a little more local a new, exposition. A new NPC. Well, yes, I have to kind of seed a world here. Of course. Like, like it gets a little easier once uh, once we've got some established locations. But uh, for now, we got to. You had described kind of what the church logo yes. looks like. Is there any like imagery on the outside of the building is like. All right. So he, the, the you guys, the party plus March step out of uh, out of a street and into a large plaza. And we're talking probably a good 500 feet by 500 feet that just seems to be like a big open flat deck area. Like there's, uh, you know, push carts that they're they're selling, like probably some kind of weird uh, like glizzies or something out of, you know, <laughs> I love that term. Space glizzies. Yeah, space, space glizzies. glizzies. Yes, like the, space the gun or the hot dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can the guns like, now all come in a bun? That's awesome one-stop <laughs> shopping. I gotta, I gotta say that. If I can get two things at the same time, and I had to choose, <laughs> can we have a yeah, hot like, dog <laughs> shot? That's you'd be going like to a, the guns and buns, huh? <laughs> guns and buns. <laughs> I love we have it. a hot dog oh, shop. No. <laughs> that's also a gun store. <laughs> um, yes, and also it's Z's at the end of both words. Of nice. course it is. Zeds. At least, it, at least yes, not, thank you. At least they're not superfluous ease. Right. Guns I was going to say James buns. will probably hate it still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somewhere Hoblet screams. <laughs> <laughs> now the right. buns in packages of eight and the guns in packages of ten, because that'll just really that's frustrate right. me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a single gun, but the magazine itself probably right, has yeah. ten. Yeah. 
Ah. We're, gonna get we're gonna get stuck on this for the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they enough. do that? <laughs> In case you drop one. my hungry tummy for it the expedition. Looks like there's kind of like a little like standalone cafe, kind of like a little uh, a little uh, kind of kiosk uh, area where uh, they seem to be brewing coffee in some sort of weird steamy machine with lots of levers to make really small cups of really burnt coffee uh, for people at uh, tables under, you know, uh, like a little makeshift awning and some umbrellas. But uh, yeah, that's the I want to focus on the makeshift for a second. Like if I were to ask something about our surroundings, right? Because it's like, right. OK. We, we've we've accepted that this is all this, this whole place is made out of like derelict ship hulls, right? Yes. That fused together. And yes. one brick like building. Even the ground that we stand on, like even the ground we stand on, is essentially like the like, it's just like like it's like sheet metal and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm assuming that. Yeah. Right. And like diamond plate yeah. and corrugated and rusted and you know it's all it's all pretty right. solid and mostly level. And it generally tends to be in pretty big pieces, but yes. And now are like the like stand or like you know like for example like this like cafe kiosk like I I know I, know, I can picture the exact thing you're describing because like they had those like all over Italy right in the yeah outdoor plazas right as you yeah. like these like covered like kiosks and yeah that like have like this and it's inside. honestly exactly what I'm trying to describe here. Are so. those built out of? Uh, are those built out of like scrap materials as well? Oh yes, everything is like they have attempted as best they can to duplicate like a classical scene out of scraps and spare parts. Except like, the they're trying to create some sort of culture out of nothing. Like I'm imagining the Duomo Plaza, but it's all made of junk. Yes. And a brick Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's really yes. Yes. That is exactly it. I'm kind of picturing just Dark Angel, which I don't know if anybody else actually watched that, but everything was post-apocalyptic extremely. Hmm. And there were lots of little alley things made out of oh. shrapnel. Anyway, we must not forget the real mystery of this place. Who built the brick building? There was the, yeah, hold on. There, there was a brick building mentioned at one point. Yes, I, there I was. I, I, my, my brain Last episode, right whatever building it. we were walking past was the bar with the outside. Yes, yes, it the little brick. bar, which actually was made out of brick. And I want to know who made that, but we'll save that for a thread later. I mean, it's, you know, there's going to be spare building supplies on the occasional ship that oh, yeah. comes through here. It's a rarity. Yeah, for sure. There was the only not, one described. Not everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's... Not everybody <laughs> wants tetanus. Some people just want the brick wall. No, everybody gets no tetanus, tetanus, but not everybody wants it. Right. This is a universe where magical healing exists. So true. tetanus is probably less of an issue than it would be otherwise. So you just keep right? getting yeah. and then curing tetanus over <laughs> and over. Lockjaw is really just a suggestion. It's more like just a temporarily frozen jaw. You know, oh, uh, you gotta shut the hell up for a couple of days. It'll go away. These are the existential questions that come up when you, <laughs> you mix fantasy with like weird reality analogs. It's world building. In the words of Mystery Science Theater 3000, tell yourself it's just a show. Really, just relax. <laughs> but yeah, so so we're in the yeah, we're in this plaza. We're like so yes. some we were staring at like the front of this church. Did you describe the church itself as like a like 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 it's like the hull of a ship? Or yes, like a, it's the like bow the of bow a of a ship pointed yeah. straight up that makes that kind of that very church-like art, you know, pointy arch, like pointy top kind of yeah, thing. But yeah, it's just like is it massive? Wow. 
I would say it's probably a good 250 feet at its top. Like Holy it's, shit. It's, it's big. Like, you know, it is... The, the, the height of this is half of the, like, the dimensions of the plaza. Like, it's... It towers over the area somewhat. Well, I hope they aren't uh, pious or anything. Points at giant glowing structure in the middle of the plaza. Subtle. <laughs> I mean, far be it for me to say how the gods want to be worshipped. I don't know. I, I, you know, divine power works in strange ways. It's going to be an interesting character, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hesitate. I, you know, I, I do eye the coffee, and this may, or maybe because like I, you know, the smell of coffee wafts over, and I yes. am tempted. But then I am reminded that my money is worthless here, and I can't afford a cup of coffee. So the steamy machines with uh, lots of brass parts and handles that make very small cups of very burnt coffee will have to wait for another day. <laughs> but like that's the thing, right? Because it's like I just want—I mean, I'm, I'm kind of highlighting the fact that it's like there's a lot of things that do feel familiar to us here, even though this is a place that is, in, in all other ways, very foreign to us, right? Especially just the way that they do stuff and the technology that exists here. But yet, you know, people speak common, and there are certain like just, I don't know, daily life things that feel strangely familiar. Mm. Even if maybe they look a little bit different or smell or taste a little bit different or whatever it is, right? Like, there is something familiar to this, and I guess that that's just something that I think I'm taking in, right, as the character. It's just, you know, it's... Yeah. it's there's, I feel like that's kind of significant. Because things still work similarly, even if they're more technologically advanced than us. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of like, like a, that's like groundbreaking. That's like a rev, like a revelation to, for folks like us, right? Like be, being the first of our people to go beyond the solar system. It's just yeah. it's uh, yeah. So yeah, just trying to take that in, trying to make sure that we like really like hit that point home, and like it's it's this is foreign yet familiar. It's it, it's kind of that um, you know you were taken to a faraway land to find out that everything is exactly like it was like future <laughs> dis- yeah i think for jam jam it's kind of disappointing that it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's just a complete version of like the the whole isekai anime trope where instead of going to a fantastic different world you're going to a very banal one <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> this is the boring fucking dystopia you deserve. <laughs> uh, I guess then let's go to church. Yep, that's kind of right. well, well put. Yes. Did I so miss it? Did you... he? Sorry, did I miss it? Did he explain what was on the out? Like, if there were any like imagery or anything like that? I know it was a glowing oh, yeah, was building. The oh, yes. Um. So, uh, it does have these symbols on it, and they seem to be somewhat lit kind of like you know mm-hmm. like you know not a neon sign but like a backlit sign uh with uh these any the like statues the or... um as you get closer you do notice one now as uh at first glance you also notice like um the top up at the uh, peak of that arch is sort of open and there's some bells hanging in there now okay. as you get closer there is a statue out in the plaza, maybe about 20 feet in front of the main doors, and we'll kind of get to the doors in a second, but uh, it has a uh, sort of 12 foot tall statue of a man in armor, uh, wielding uh, what looks like a very sharp two-handed sword, and uh, 
carrying a peculiar helmet uh, under its left under his uh, left arm. He's, uh, and when you say armor, are we talking like like ancient looking, like you know, like like historical, or are we talking like modern type? Like you know you exactly like, the sort of stuff that you would you would see in like the fairy tales or something like that. Like interesting, okay. like a mythical knight or a paladin so, of but, some sort would uh, would wear something like this. So like an like, like old religion type thing. Yeah, okay. extremely ornate plate armor and a very detailed pointy uh, helmet uh, under his arm. Interesting. Okay. And and when you say statue, do you mean like a nice carved marble statue or something that's been built out of like, you know, bicycles and pylons and umbrellas and whatever else like happens copper, to be lying around? Yeah, this, is it like a this, is it like copper statue that's like started to patina? <laughs> Can like there be umbrellas pieces? in this place, but it's not to stop rain because obviously it won't rain, but it's to stop falling random bits of debris. <laughs> uh, well, those there's there's awnings for that. Yes, there are plenty of them, especially in the alleyways, and for exactly that reason. But um, no, this actually seems to be some sort of it, it's it's kind of like a composite stone that it's made out of, and it does look a little bit out of place. Um, it's maybe about twelve feet tall, um, sort of maybe about three feet wide, five feet deep. Um, you know, um, sits on sort of a uh, pedestal that's maybe about three feet high, so 15 feet tall at its top. It does look like stone, and uh, as you even get really close, you can see kind of like a light seam, although almost like it's like a cast stone that it's made out of. Interesting. The plaque at the bottom is a uh, sort of a dusty bronze plaque that just uh, has like in a very small, like, if, 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 if the sign is maybe like one foot wide by six inches high, it's like a quarter inch high letters in the middle, like half inch high letters in the middle. It's, it says Lord Rel. R-E-L-L. Um, Jam Jam kind of like putters in front of the, the base of it. Is there anything around that, like on the ground nearby? Like offerings or like, uh, or just yeah. Add, yeah. Like I, like can I do a perception check to see if there's anything that Jam Jam could just pick up? Sure. Trash. I would also be doing this, so you or could have trash. my help action if you'd like. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. Make your make your perception. If you're uh, if you choose to accept the help, then roll it at advantage if you like. Should make him choose before he rolls the first one. Really live with that decision, <laughs> which ideally is what he should be doing. Well, but we well, tell what, from here whether he is what, or not. So we have to take what is Chum looking for? Because I don't think it's going to be the same thing as Jam. Well, I have noticed that there is a bunch of stuff, like kind of out and about, that could easily be taken by someone like me. But I haven't wanted to ruffle any feathers, but now at the base of this church where it seems like people may or may not, we don't know yet, be offering things to an imaginary person, in my mind, in my mind, an imaginary <laughs> person, uh, my yeah, morals... This is a universe where gods yes, exist. Yes, but okay. in my <laughs> mind, we are, it, like, the technology all around us is the true wonder, so if there was anything out here that is of any use to me in any way... It, I'm going to yeah, want. You're going to be going. For okay, it, so yeah. yeah, you and I should definitely do separate perception checks then, because I'm just looking okay. for something to yeah. fiddle with, and you're looking for something yeah. of use. 
Just remember, the existence of tangible gods is metagame knowledge at this point. Right. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. Chum is like, because in Verdara, it's like eh, maybe one or two, maybe. I don't know I, I about a, uh I got a so. 17 just looking for something to pretty much play with and fidget with. And for your information purposes, I got a natural one on anything useful. <laughs> First roll of the game. Love it. All right. So uh, you notice it's it's a lot of like there's kind of knickknacks and baubles, some costume jewelry. Occasionally you'll see sort of a handful of wilted flowers. Is there a bobblehead? <laughs> is there a bobblehead? Yes. yes, there is a bobblehead. It Who's the bobblehead? Is it a real bobblehead? Or? <laughs> no, yeah. no, it, it looks like a very well-worn, uh, you can see, like, it must have been some kid who really liked it or something like that, like, is, you know, left it for an offering. And it seems to be some sort of popular sports ball player. Okay. Sports ball. Yep. I'm yeah. taking the Bobson sports ball bobblehead. Bobson yep. Dugnut. Can I have okay. the, uh, is there an earring you said? Um, there's costume pieces of jewelry? costume jewelry, so let's see. Earring. Yes, there's an earring. Fuck yeah. I'm going I'm to grab that. A single a single earring of unknown metal. Nice. Yeah. Um, By all means, what, add that to your inventory. Thank you. Does it say a team name or any kind of logo on the, the port? <laughs> I mean, you got the name of the player, Bobson Dugnut. I'm just curious. <laughs> plays for the... Yeah, I mean, I'm I might sorry. not know. I might get, not you know yet. Get like a limited, you couldn't get the limited edition Willie Dustus, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with what I got. Yeah, I got, I'm happy with the bobblehead. Yeah. I just was curious if he had any sports colors on, or because I wasn't sure if we had established a sport yet. No, we, it's, the, only, it's, the only sport we know is the one on our home planet, and that's right. cricket ball. Oh yeah, okay, that's cricket right. ball. I actually uh, believe it's uh, called it ultra, ultra cricket. cricket. Yes, yeah. it is ultra cricket. Ultra that's cricket. what it was. It ultra cricket. I like that it look, so much better. It's not the same sport, right? No, or it's sports it? ball. It, it's it's tough to tell. He's wearing knee pads and a helmet without a face guard. Um. Looks like there's protection around the rib cage, but not on the arms. Um, it seems to be like a baseball style uh, shirt of like buttons down the front, um, a red left sleeve, a, a blue right sleeve, and sort of an off white color for the shirt. Okay. And just a gigantic head. <laughs> yes, and a gigantic bobbly head. Yep. It's one of them humans. And Jam Jam is fascinated by the humans because we've never seen, I, I, at least he has. Yeah, all of our first time ex experiencing or seeing humans ever in our lives. And there is a lot of them, apparently. Yes. Reading like herring down <laughs> out here. Having hair on the only the top of your head seems a little bit ineffective to me, but that's all right. I don't judge. Oh, well, hey now. As, as uh, you look at Percival's uh, bumpy, but, you know, <laughs> rather hairless skin uh, and just uh, his little whiskers that are like <laughs> a... curled, curled up into a mustache. Hey, I've seen you on a ship in zero gravity. Those, you, you, there was, no, there was gravity like... on the ship. There was gravity on the ship. Oh, yeah. I, I felt like it'd be lost at one point. Nope. Oh, never mind. <laughs> there was some weird shit that went on, but I don't think we lost gravity. 
No, because you would have told us, I and I would have yeah. remembered that, because we would have been. No, I think it's now. just um when the ship launched, like there was a lot of ah, and people getting thrown around. Yeah, I went yes. flying because I was not strapped in. <laughs> what does the gravity <laughs> feel like against the back here? wall? The artificial gravity. Yeah, that's artificial actually a good question. Does it feel like? Yeah. Uh, is it like bad artificial gravity that feels like a frat floor, like it's all sticky and crunchy as we walk? No, I mean, the ground itself is kind of somewhat gritty, sticky and crunchy at the same time. Yeah. But well, I'm just saying because of like the poor type of like care that they might have for the generators, for the slums, though it's not like a nice clean yeah, like, step, you know, like we would yeah. expect with like. No, um, it so is. Good, this is actually a good question because like, OK, we as the players and the DMs or whatever know about like, OK, the gravity envelopes exist. However, like when you think about the rules, things like the D&D spell jammer, all that stuff, like doesn't suggest it doesn't say that like gravity envelopes all share the same like ratio of like or like feel of gravity there's still like varying types of like you know so like maybe the gravity that we're used to on our home planet like you know if we are in a situation where we're somewhere that it's the gravity is something that we were not as familiar with it could it could be an, it could affect us i mean so far it hasn't necessarily been a concern but yeah i guess if we're paying attention to it like does it feel similar to our home gravity Concordia Prime or Verdara or something like that? Or is this something that's a little bit, does it feel different? The fact that you didn't notice until now sort of belies the fact that, yeah, even when you think about it, like you actually stop to focus and it's normal. So normal that you didn't even think. It didn't stand out at all. It was just what you would expect. Yeah. But it was the next question that flipped through the Rolodex in our minds of like all the things that could or might be different or that we maybe were, could have been expecting to be different, you know, being in somewhere else in space. And it does feel similar. So that's yeah, yeah that's 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 good. That's good to know. Anyways, we all were right. going to church. So, yes, you were going to church. But first you had stopped at the statue of what uh, the plaque says is Lord Rel in front of the church. It's vaguely humanoid. Got some. uh Kind of got a uh, slightly more angular, slightly more uh, pointed, timeless features. Um, you, you've seen some people, you know, who look like that, but maybe a little more extreme. Trying to describe elves to people who've never seen elves and half elves uh, by uh, Did, by extension before. <laughs> is it bad that I say they kind of all look the same to me? It's just an, a human with pointy ear. Yeah, that is there's nothing. This one has deficiency. <laughs> That's an insensitive thing to say. He's not wrong. You have two more arms than I do. I don't. You don't hear me talking about it or complaining about it. That is because you only have two arms. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it is kind of nice to be able to. And he just like sits back, holds up his feet. <laughs> Monkey man have an extra knows. Set. Yeah. We're on the same yeah, page. He has, four, he has four hands. And a tail. <laughs> that is my deficiency. No tail. I imagine he's like shaking Percival. his little monkey ass at us. <laughs> <laughs> Percival looks at his uh, pot belly and uh, starts to feel very self-conscious all, all of a sudden. Oh, oh, oh. Well, while everyone else has to watch an unwashed monkey twerk in the middle of a dusty <laughs> plaza. Can I roll performance to see how I do? Yes. Oh my God. Mm. 
Fran just asked us a couple episodes ago to stop <laughs> failing on ourselves. Oh, okay. Um, so I mean, I, I only asked to save you the grief right. of having to deal with the and consequences that Dave is going to give you. Like, and this is informative. This is where the fun entered, comes from. I was going to say, Fran's entertained by all this. It's, I am entertained it's, because it's not happening to me. <laughs> it's also informing, though, because from now on, I'll know whenever Choom tries to dance. This is how yeah, good not, it's going to be. So I'm not breaking laws right now. I yeah. haven't been breaking laws this whole time. I'm I'm doing great. <laughs> so uh, my twerking uh, is rather stiff, as I rolled a four with a minus one modifier. So that is a thirty-three. A thirty-three. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're approaching like Elaine Bennis kind of oh, yeah. territory. Nice. Oh yeah! <laughs> Do the tail dance. Um, I was gonna say Nicole. I think gave me a good reference for like bad dancing as well of the the shoulder dance, the Buffy shoulder dance. If uh, anyone has ever watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, yeah, um, here's some a call out for the this. audience. Please, God, tell us if you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the sexy shoulder dance. I want to. What? Yep, that's it. Oh, that's all we're gonna say. All right. It's it's bad. So uh, I can't twerk. I'm sorry, Brew. <laughs> it's I don't know why you're apologizing to me. I'm kind of technically doing it on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, on your head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're. St- I thought you were. Oh no. Adventuring out and like, didn't you find things and in, in like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you were was, on the ground. Right? There was, there was yeah, an you were down there, but I would not know how you did, it, did all that on my shoulder. Returned back to the because oh. if you don't notice points at all the people like have we seen anyone even remotely close to my size yet? yeah like, yet. Like, have, there, have, have there been at least like smaller like uh like races like you know like like gnomes or yeah like um, i mean even halflings um, yeah i'd be smaller than halfling size like i mean he is he at the top of his head is like two foot nine or something like that like well, he's yeah and, 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 I'm, pretty and i'm pretty sure like jam jam is also short right like three. You're three or three three feet tall right so it's not like we don't have any smaller both of you could body folks. me both of you could pick right. me up and throw me yes. you're like you're like did you see like a foot and a half taller yeah like and, that? and that's if i like yeah. <laughs> i'm always hunched over oh, that's good I like, I like that we keep calling attention to this because it is going to create fun situations oh, yeah. you know oh, yes. with the whole with, with the height differentials so i'm just gonna like be challenged pat brew I on just, the head like, I just sorry. can picture you like holding onto one of my horns and just like leaning out like that is a hundred percent canon. He's using like, the horn. He's using the horns to aid this oh. bad twerking that he's doing. Oh, yeah. I picture him more like like he's riding me like I'm a ship and he's at the top of a mast. Should <laughs> we never asked you? That's way better than pole dancing uh, on one of Bruce's horns. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> yeah, so actually, he's just like spinning just, around it. This is a good as good a time as any to ask, like, what shape are your horns? Like, do they come out forward and then up? Do they just go straight up? Like, how do you? How are your horns like shaped or oriented? Right. It's a, it's a really personal question. It is. Yeah, it's really yeah. visible to everyone. Yeah. Do your horns hang to the left or the right? I feel the, <laughs> I feel self conscious. What if I told you I only had one horn? Oh God. Um, <laughs> it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Isn't there though? Um, it's all about not, inclusivity. It doesn't make you any less of a bull. So they, they curve. <laughs> they initially like come out and then up, but then kind of like like think of like um like a goalpost on a football field, right? But then yeah, the, the tops just kind of like 
just kind of curve like forward. Curl. Nice. Yeah, okay, almost cool. almost Perfect. like a curl, but like not quite. Yeah, just they're almost like starting to curl forward yeah. up at the top. Okay, cool. Right. Thank you. Appreciate the mental. Yeah, yeah. It just helps me visualize Goal! the character better. And again, now that we have clarified that I am using them to do this three twerking. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I apologize. I, I lost myself um, there. Hmm. Yeah, okay, I, you're I just don't very know. spirited, Chum. You know, uh, you, you, the you buddy. Like, I mean, it it is what it is. Like, in, enjoy the ride. It is what it is. All right. Well, I say we've dawdled long enough. Yeah. Let's go meet the. Let's go meet the pastor. Right, oh, we right, still right. have not met the pastor. Oh my god. I well, can't no, believe I mean, that March has just been standing here watching us do all this. Like, it's been like an episode like, well, and a half. Well, you know what? Like. Th- Look, I was going to let, I mean, what, am I going to stop you guys from trying to see the sights? Like, it is kind of an impressive plaza here. Like, you know, like some some people, I mean, not me, but like some people work, presumably worked really hard on this shit. So, you know, <laughs> you might as well enjoy it while you can. Yeah, this, uh, this Lord Rell, he uh, runs the place or something like that. I don't know if he's like at one of the other franchises or something or whatever, but uh, yeah, we're like, I, I guess the whole thing is like all the churches of Lord Rell got this exact like uh, statue out of there. I don't know if they're like making it a fucking factory or something like that, but that's you know, it's like part of the standard kit, but then like the church itself is built out of whatever the rest of shit in whatever area it is is built out of. So like you got a, like a brick city, it's gonna be a brick church of Lord Rell, and if you got like a shitty busted up ship city, you've got the, this thing. Yeah. Shitty busted up church ship. Got yeah, it. yeah, exactly it. But anyway, uh, have you guys had lunch yet? The uh, no, I haven't even had. Yeah, no, I haven't even thought about food since we crash landed. Okay, we're gonna presume you're a little low on funds, so we're gonna kill like three birds with a stone here. Uh, come on, come on over this way, and he gestures you off to. Uh, if you're looking at the front of the church off to the left where you can see there's sort of a secondary set of doors maybe about 150 feet uh, off to the left of the main doors to the church outside which there is a line of people waiting you'd say there's probably a good 40 50 people in this line out the door into the plaza you know in various states of as you get closer dishevelment okay uh, I'm assuming we're getting into line then. It's almost yeah. like, like an outdoor, like almost like a soup kitchen kind of thing. That's exactly what this yeah. is. Is right. like, look, I know you guys like. I mean, maybe you got money where you came from. I don't know. Maybe you work on a fucking bada system or something like that. I mean, you know, I'm trying to be open-minded and not be like you know that fucking douchebag who's presuming shit. So, I'm gonna assume that your money probably, you know, if you have money, you know, and I don't care. Once again, you know, nothing. There's anything wrong with that, but it probably don't work here. And uh, time is of the essence. You know, we can't exactly wait for you guys to get a job application through before you have yourself a sandwich. You know what I mean? So we're going to go through here. We're going to do this. This is what Father Hayes is probably doing this time of day anyway. So, we, you know, we'll get a soup, a sandwich, you know, go go meet the Padre. It'll be all good. You, I mean, you know what's best at this point. Uh, we are all, we're all new here. All right. It takes surprisingly short to get through the line. Things are moving with uh, some sort of pace. You tend not to be standing still for particularly long. So maybe in the course of a couple of minutes, uh, you guys make it through the line to uh, 
what really does look like a school cafeteria counter as you get in through the door where you just sort of go through, grab a tray, scoot it down those three bars, you know, glass, all that. You can get um, various foods and it looks like um, there's uh, some lunch meat sandwiches, um, you know, one kind the of... The meat thing is always a weird concept though, because again, right, with all these anthropomorphized species that exist, right, like... Yeah. Like, is it real meat? Is it synthetic? Is it like, you know, like, are we looking at like these kind of like almost like future foods? Yeah. Well, how about or do they take, for example, something like bologna, which is ground up into whatever it is into such a fine thing that you wouldn't be able to tell what the fuck it's made from anyway. That's a lot of what's going on. Any unintentional cannibalistic dietary (laughs) things that are. You might have to be careful about what specifically you eat, but I'm sure it's a even evolutionarily, the same kind of digestive systems between tabaxi and food. Yeah, there might be. You know, like the carnivore or herbivore well, yeah. or omnivore. And, 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 or like, it all still exists. In a society that has advanced so far, too, as far as like just like, you know, there's probably so many other ways to create food or to make food like happen that's not necessarily like. Or animals that are food and animals that aren't food. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I think exactly. we discussed in the preseason stuff that there would have been sentient and non sentient. Mm-hmm. Or, or not intelligent, at least. We postulated on a lot of things. There's so many different. I mean, like we can, I could, I could, I could wax poetic for hours about all the different ways that food could present itself in a future setting. However, I'm not going to do that. I'm just, we're just, I'm just curious, like of what we see in front of us to make sure that like this stuff would be, I guess, like compatible with what our diets are, like as like, individually as like the species that we are. So here's the thing with the meat, right? So um, the nifty part about capitalism is everybody is complicit in something. There is some kind of malfeasance going on along the chain. Maybe it's this, maybe it's something else, but there's always something scummy about everything you do. So it's probably, it's probably most likely, let's say about 95% likely to be artificial meat, but it might not be. You'll never know. Yeah, and it's Somebody, not about whether it is. Somebody's cutting just... some ethical corners to save a buck here. So, are there? Is it like lunch ladies working and serving the food, or are we just like putting things on? Next. No, no, there are people. There are people uh, <laughs> helping out. It just looks like other normal people on the other side of the counter. Maybe they're volunteers. You know, maybe they're people who are helping out here in exchange for a roof for the night or something like that. Um, they seem to all be wearing very identical aprons over very assorted street clothes. This might be a fun exercise for us. I'll describe what like we would be choosing to eat if uh, among the offerings there, if we had some creative freedom to just like come up with like what our our cheap meal would look like. I would love that. Like, what does your ideal cheap bag meal. lunch sound yeah. like for you as your character? Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, maybe there's like bagels and locks or something like that. Something. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, listen, this is a sufficiently cosmopolitan city. Right. There are bagels here. Yes, you may have your boiled bread and uh, your cream cheese and uh, mm-hmm. very thinly sliced fish. Yep. I would think just soup. like look. Yeah, I'd probably just be looking over like the veg options, honestly. Like I'd probably go for like some sort of like vegetable soup and like some like harder like greens. In fact, if there was any like just raw veg that they have back there too, I might be asking for some of that. I just have a lot of, so I, I got a 
if you look at me, I got yeah. a lot to yeah. a lot to feed. Um, you know what? They they do. There is a surprising amount of uh, variety of uh, trying to be sensitive to different kinds of diets, especially since there's a lot of different kinds of people coming through here. So there mm -hmm. is quite a bit of uh, greenery. I mean, you can notice like some of the lettuce is just ever so slightly wilted. Like I, this might be like day after donations from supermarket kind of quality stuff going. Yeah, on I'm just going to be going for whatever plants look the most familiar to me and probably staying away from ones that I don't recognize. <laughs> Some of the stuff looks vaguely like lettuce. You know, those those me. might be green onions or a chive or a grive. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah. What about everybody else? I'm mm -hmm. curious. And Glurp grabs a nice big bowl of a vegan soup. And just pours it onto themselves. No, <laughs> no. This time you you kind of see you can. I mean, if you look closely at Glorp, you can kind of see some little like dots in the surface of their skin, right? And you see those dots kind of like slide down Glorp's arm, and 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 they form, you know, like a a a, a little like nub on the end of the arm, and just stick a hand mouth. Yeah, a hand mouth. A hand straw. Yeah. A hand mouth or hand straw. A hand right, mouth. Yeah, I like okay. hand mouth better. It's vaguely mouth shaped, <laughs> and, but just sits in the soup bowl. Yeah. <laughs> soup going up Lorb's arm. For as non-menacing as she is, occasionally, like, some real cyclopean horror comes out of there. Just like, you know, it's yeah, Nicole really does come up with some, like, just strange shapes for Glorp. It's, it's absolutely, it, it's so wonderful seeing it. I love it. I mean, I picture the typical shape of Glorp's arms to not have hands but to be more like an elephant trunk type of function yeah you just kind of make right? them you like, just make them hands when like, they need to be yeah. hands <laughs> why bother putting in the effort to have fingers yeah, and that's know. that's super bad just vaguely vaguely disturbing <laughs> is yeah. you said there's soup yes there is there is soup it looks like um there's only one kind of soup it's a very large cauldron it looks like um you know one of those big old pots it's like two feet tall yeah, and like almost not three feet at all. across yeah that the sort of thing that somebody is stirring with what looks like a freaking like rowboat paddle yeah i'll take a bowl of soup and there the is there an apple around yes it is it looks like it actually a very hearty vegetable stew nice and um there are some fruits, something that looks vaguely apple-ish. It's more like purple in color than red or green. Still doing it. All right. uh, I'm going to like as he takes the apple, he takes quick bites of it. And every time he bites the apple, he like puts the bite of apple into the soup. He bites it, puts it into the soup until it's like all in the soup. Then he stirs it. Then hot apple soup. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Chum's chosen meal. It's hot apple soup. That's gross. One that he made himself out of the things that he was given. <laughs> I'm resourceful. Brew, brew eats. So I'm assuming there's some sort of like salad bar or salad station. Yeah, there's the, the yeah the the, the like yeah. the greenery. It's at yeah. I don't know. We'll call it the grazing table. So he just he puts a whole bunch of lettuce. Lettuce, spinach, anything green, he just puts on his plate, um, and then he he finds some sort of hunk of of bread, um, whatever bread is in in the Carbs. area, whether it's just a chunk of bread or if it's if it's sliced bread, whatever it is, he just takes a lot of it, um, puts it on top of the salad, 
Um, and then if there's any corn anywhere, he puts the corn on top of that. Yes, in every universe, there's always corn. Yeah. <laughs> now, is it yellow? Corn. What what color is the corn? Oh, no, it's exactly as we understand it to be in the human okay. world. It is yellow <laughs> corn. Ain't nothing different about corn. Corn Wonderful. is pervasive. Yes. It's, I mean, there is, is purple <laughs> corn in our world, too. So I was just, yes. I was just checking. No, it's, it's regular boring-ass corn, the multiversal constant. Great. Yep. So that's what he puts on top of all that. And, and he just kind of woofs it down call it maze. Lev is a minotaur pun. Kind of just going for he really likes mashed potatoes. So he's going for any kind of mashed tubers of any kind and takes like a Goku sized bowl of it back to uh, from Dragon Ball Z famed TV show. Um, (laughs) It is that kind of party, and you now have a small mountain of mashed potatoes on a plate. Do you eat like uh, the Beatles eat where it's like... Yeah, I actually actually hold the plate with like my bottom set of arms, and then my top arms are just like... Shoveling it into my shoveling mouth. Shoveling it yeah. in. Oh my god. I love this visual. <laughs> oh my god, just firing it past his mantles. It's yeah, like it's like getting stuck in my beard a little bit too, and just I'm not even paying attention to that stuff. Just get it in I the, think get it in the hole. Jam Jam was the only one that ate meat. Out of all of us. I mean he's pescatarian. It's fine. Yeah, it's fish is a vegetable. Resembling, Something yeah. resembling thinly sliced fish. Yes. All right, so I think, uh, yeah, that was everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So, and, and you make it through the line, and um, there's kind of a large, um, looks like a, you know, almost audit, um, like gymnasium, auditorium, cafeteria, kind of all-in-one setups with the stage at the end and a um, whatever uh, passes for a bingo board in these parts because they all have one in, in churches. It's just what they do. <laughs> But does it Damn. say bingo, and is it those five letters? No, it's bungo. B-U-N-G-O? Yes. Bungo and bungo is. was his name-o? Mm-hmm. That better be um, his name. Yes, I'm so be, this is a be, bungo hall. I love that. I'm going to be looking around, like, you know, while we're kind of, like, eating our meals and, you know, like, taking in just kind of what's going on here. Uh, I'm going to be looking around to see if there's anybody who, like, resembles, like, I guess what I would consider to be, or someone who looks very pastorly, right? Because we see the, we've seen the people working here. We've seen the folks who are, you know, getting the, their free meals. But I haven't, you know, I don't think I've seen anyone who's necessarily like running the joint quite yet, right? Or like helping organize the stuff. Yet. <laughs> or is he gonna be one of those cool guys with the slick hair <laughs> and wearing the normal clothes with an acoustic guitar for some reason? <laughs> In the motorcycle. <laughs> Everyone make me a perception check. Oh, yay. I get to roll. Rolling dice is fun. I haven't rolled above a 10 today. That's... That can all change. Okay, uh, with my perception, I got an 11. Mine is a 15. 14. 9. 21. Even though I'm... Even though I'm playing with my bobblehead. I got a zero. Hey. <laughs> I rolled a two and I have minus two. So perceptive. Is that the first zero? I think that's the first zero of the campaign. Good job. 
All right. Yeah. You've done That's it. Insane. You've beat, you beat the game. You literally <laughs> All right, so our 15, you hear, it, it sounds like there's some sort of, you know, voices are getting louder. There's a little bit of a ruckus going on at the uh, far end of the hall. Mm. With my tall stature, can I see anything? Or is it like around the corner, maybe? By 21. Um, no, okay. it, it looks like... <laughs> hey, we, have a, we have a 21 to get to. Yes. Yeah. With the 21, uh, uh, you hear uh, sort of a grizzled voice. We don't want any of your trouble here. Move along. You and your unicycles. Oh, that's not directed at us. No, it's in the far end of the room. Everyone looks around okay. to make sure no one's on a unicycle real quick. You just got a yeah, unicycle. Just, just double yeah. I am oblivious <laughs> to this. Uh, Jam Jam is just kind of picking his bagel apart and playing with his bobblehead and watching in that direction for anybody with with my zero glorp just claps twice out of nowhere because in my head i heard if you're happy and you know it clap your heads <laughs> what it would be to be in that head yeah so the taller folks among you um and i'm sure some of you might have gotten a little uh cued in to what was going on uh, if uh, they saw what was happening you see March, like, just put his palm to his face. Oh, no, not these fucking... Ch- palm? Palm, paw, wool, a mum, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. It's still kind of hand-like. Like, it just can't be like a, you know, like a, you know, rabbit's paw, because how are you going to get anything like- done in the modern world with yes, that? Like all of these funny. anthropomorphized <laughs> species have opposable thumbs. Yeah. Yes. But can like, you have, like, the pads still? You can, but it's more it's more visual than uh, than like, you know, functional. Understandable. I know, mostly just means I got like, you know, friggin' like, you know, hair like in the creases of my hands and shit. It's it's actually not really all it's cracked up to be, to be perfectly honest. But uh yeah. Yeah, every now and again one of the gangs will try to get a little frisky, try to like push some people around in here and uh yeah, it, it 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 always ends bad for him. Everybody but Glorp hears a loud bang. People start to, you know, you start to hear some definitely agitated yells. Ah! You know, people are starting to file like your way away from that door. Jeez, I knew we passed over getting shot in the face way too fast. Yeah, was it like a gunshot? Like was yes, it, it was like- absolutely a gunshot. Okay. Got a church in, in, in is an this empty God. room like this. It's uh Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fire him and slide down Bro's back. Get yeah, Jam Jam uh aggressive toboggans underneath one of the tables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit the ground, put my hands on my head. Lerp claps twice again. <laughs> <laughs> Get down, Glorp. Yeah, we all kind of like, I, I would hit the deck. <laughs> Definitely. It's kind of difficult. Another loud. Bang! Uh, can Jam Every- Jam see what's going on? Yes. Round? Yeah, uh, well. From under the table. Yeah. People have started to clear out in a hurry. Almost like this sort of thing happens every now and again. So. 
Bru just starts like grabbing people and like helping them like out the exit or like out the area. So brave. People people evacuate in a pretty urgent but orderly fashion, such that by the time you even hear the second bang, the room is eerily silent and you can hear the hollow plasticky um, echo of uh, shotgun shells hitting the floor. Glorp tries the hot apple soup. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it's available. Unattended. <laughs> Glorp's perception is literal nil. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's fantastic. It's surprisingly tangy. A zero <laughs> should be the equivalent of a nat one. Your zero in perception has uh, essentially afforded you no situational awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if this was Call of Cthulhu, I'd be kicking ass right now. <laughs> but it isn't. Yes. And I'm about to be shot. <laughs> the room has emptied out significantly, and now at the far end of the room, maybe about... Oh, we're going to say about 80 feet away, uh, there's a man in a uh, kind of a dull olive drab trench coat uh, with uh, black slacks under it. You can't really see what he's wearing on his front because his back is to you, holding a sawn off shotgun in one hand, squaring off against what appear to be five very effeminate looking mimes kind of doing that back forth pedal thing on unicycles. They're all <laughs> very, wearing uh, very pale uh, uh, face paint, very red lipstick, and uh, different kinds of art around the eyes, vertical lines, you know, like a square around one of we them. Just, he was just telling us about this gang. <laughs> yes, it's 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 the unicycle gang. Oh, hey, guys, get up here. It looks like there's a free show with lunch. <laughs> God, there's been shots fired. Get down. God bless your heart. <laughs> um... Bruce steps forward and just says, what What seems to be the, 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 the problem here? What's the issue? You see one of the mimes start waving his hands above his head, pointing directly at you, making like that uh, kind of like a pistol uh, pantomime with finger his fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, finger gun. And it gives just flips off a big bird towards you. Oh, oh hell no. Well, well, that was just rude. I, I assume oh, that means the back. same thing here than it does on Concordia. Universal. This lunch show is not <laughs> meant for children. It's like, I bite your, I bite my thumb at you, sir. <laughs> you tell him. I'm going to go back up on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. The man in the trench coat uh, turns his head in uh, over his left shoulder, says, you might not want to get involved in this. And you can hear a loud click as uh, he uh, snaps the uh, breech loader back into place. How far am I from him? About 80 80 feet. 80 feet. That's I'm too slow for that shit. Um, Okay. And you have no real abilities. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) I was like, I still have some strength. Like, it's not like I, I I'm not a minotaur, but. You're right. Like Look, I know we're in like level zero story exposition mode, but it also just means that like you can be killed very easily. No, I know. I'm looking at my hit points. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, well, I, 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 I just I, I don't like violence. That's all. None of us do, but don't invite it in our direction. 
Bro. I just, there, there's so many innocent people around here. They all left. Can I see if there's anyone like who got shot? <laughs> so it doesn't look like there's anybody on the ground right now. Right. Yeah, we're the only ones on the ground. Everyone else cleared out and we were just like, uh, <laughs> Lord, was that my soup? It's interesting. Really not what we should be focusing on right now. Oh, sorry. I don't know. This um, apple soup thing. Brew, is there like a bucket or something like in the area? Um, A bucket? Sure. There's a five-gallon bucket, but it's about uh, 60 feet behind you back where the uh, the lunch counter is. Okay. Um, the man There's, in the uh, trench we're, we're, coat. We're right near the... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. The man in the trench coat turns back to the uh, unicycling mimes. So are you going to leave or am I going to make you leave? Yeah. A after a, pr a pregnant pause. Okay, then. Snaps the shotgun up and just pulls the trigger once, points to another one twice, and the two, two of the mimes just get blasted back into the wall. <laughs> My kind of church. Goodness. Glorp applauds. <laughs> is, there, is there like a bowl or something in the area I can grab? I grab my bowl of mashed potatoes. Uh, there is there are serving bowls full of um uh dinner rolls Perfect. on all of the tables. I I take one of the bowls, I throw the dinner rolls out, and I scoop Glorp up. <laughs> <laughs> to to run, right. to get out of there. Glorp is now in a bowl. Because uh, Glorp's not coming. The silent mimes uh, advance forward. Uh, two of them try to take a swing at uh, the man in the trench coat. And he uh, brings up the butt of the... Well, not the, the butt, because the, kind of the handle, you know, where the butt stock yeah. would be on a sawn-off, uh, right. you know, uh, pistol grip. And smacks one of them uh, right under the rib cage, And he also yeah. comes to the ground. Go, Grandpa Terminator! <laughs> uh, anybody else doing anything? I'm technically uh, I'm gonna, doing whatever Bruce's doing. Too. I, I'm, I'm not getting. I'm not getting shot today. Self-preservation is strong with this one. Mm -hmm. I let myself well, be scooped up by the large bull, but in that process, um, I, like my legs kind of disappear. I look kind of like a ditto now in terms of shape, <laughs> and I use my arms to grab the apple soup bowl. So I'm, you know, a bowl um, carrying a bowl, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a bucket carrying oh, a bowl. Yeah, He's got you in a bucket. Oh, oh hell yeah. It was, the, it was, it was the a bowl. Definitely it was the dinner roll bowl. It was a bowl. Oh, right. You didn't go for the bucket. No, the yeah, bucket was, was too far away. Mark I'm in a large Did, bowl, shaped like a ditto holding a small bowl of soup. Um, I'm can definitely jam eating jam? out of the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> can Jam Jam roll an insight to see if this is the priest? Uh, go for it. Doesn't matter. Ah, uh, it's a seven. It's tough to tell. I mean, how how often do you really see a priest with a shotgun? That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Pretty badass. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, uh, yes, but he's, I know he's like not you're moving. That face. I feel like there's some in literature. Yes, yeah, there's plenty. Priest, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's always supposed to be unexpected, right? <laughs> right. It's, like, it's um, become a trope in and of itself. It's, it's unexpected for me, the character of Percival. <laughs> yeah, Jam Jam's not leaving from underneath the table. Um, just kind of watching what goes down. Yeah, 
Yeah, for those of us who can't fit under tables, I'm getting up to run. March no, is just sipping on like uh, what appears to be a uh, cup of tea. Ooh. Like just like a night, like like, like a yes. One of those very small teacups. Just watching the show. He's he's smirking. All right, guys, where you going? This this is this is like Tuesday here. Oh. See, is I it Tuesday? It's dinner theater. Two more shells clunk on the floor. Oh my goodness. Snap. Thunk, thunk. It, they're, they're not the sort of bangs you heard with the first two, but more of a dull thud, like uh, the two before that, as two more of the the remaining two mooks are also blasted back into the wall. Is it a gory scene? Like, are they no. definitely dead? Oh. No. There is no blood at all. Oh, interesting. Because, mm. right, yeah, that's that's kind of why I was like, I, I, I'm trying to gauge my level of horror here. Yeah. So, OK, that's interesting. I might pause for a second and just kind of like, I mean, especially if I see March is just kind of sitting there. I'm like, OK, like this dude's still cool, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm going to still I'm going to be facing the door. You know, I mean, I'm going to be ready to run at a moment's notice, but I'm going to like kind of pause for a moment, you know, and just kind of like let the rest unfold here. I'm just not trying to get shot. So they're all dead, or at least down, whatever. They're all down. There is uh, no visible but intact, but intact. Jam Jam will uh, again toboggan underneath from one table to like a closer table and see if he can get like a good look at the mime bodies. <laughs> they're 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 laying there, and you can see like they're they're you know, at least kind of conscious, but most like wheezing, like <gasps> writhing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rubber bullets. Like there are no obvious wounds or anything like that. No. And they do appear to be like a human response to it. I'm just curious yeah. if they were robots or not. Nope. <laughs> they, they appear to be uh, human painted, very pale. They've definitely got that uh, black and white uh, mime thing going on which is yep. definitely how you can tell that there's no blood because it would be very obvious on their color palette. Hey, big guy, can we go uh, talk to that guy? He's not killing Jam Jam. I think we'll be all right. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's probably the best time to catch him, ironically. Guy's enjoying the hell out of his life right now. Come on, we'll go, uh, we'll go talk to the Padre. I just side eye at, at March. So yeah, like I was saying, <laughs> I, I I just I want to avoid violence at all costs. But I, I mean, if if he's someone we're supposed to talk to, I, I guess we can. Yeah, right. maybe just wait for him to you know put the gun away. And put the put the gun down. Yeah, maybe yeah, like yeah, you that'd know. be great. That'd be great. Yeah, you can see him open the open the breach, drop the last two shells, slam another couple in. <laughs> that's the opposite. Uh, you know, close it. And then holster it on a big uh, leather holster that's you know pretty obvious on the side on uh, on his side. It's a shotgun, <laughs> just hanging on the side of him. Yes. Mm. So um, March kind of motions. Hey, come on, we gotta let's go meet the big guy while he's in a good mood. Hey, Padre. It's you. Rabbit man. How goes your hiding? Wow. 
Don't fucking like blow me in in front of everybody. Hey, uh, these are some new people who just moved into town. Uh, probably want to get them uh, connected with the community. Uh, if I'm way out of town, like, uh, like uh, a little southeast east bumfuck, you know what I mean? Like way out there. So uh, you probably take care of them. Huh? Handle things from here. Go get the muscle. Have the clowns dragged out back. Leave them first aid kit and a uh, container of soup. So, you're the new people in town. Heard about your uh, little ship there. Seems uh, seems uh, you'll be moving in with uh, some sort of permanence, whether uh, whether you had been planning on it or not. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Father Jack Hayes. Welcome to Our Lady of Wanderers. And that's where we're going to end tonight's episode Woo! of the Apples Heroes podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, people of the internet, if you like us, we can be found on the internet. On a tree in the middle of the internet called Linktree. Linkter.e slash hapless heroes. And that will take you to uh, a veritable uh, branching out of all of our uh, links. Places that will take you all over to the internet, to the gram, to the book of faces, even to strange places like X and Reddit. And also, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, it is the holiday season. And before we go on our holiday break, one of those links on our link tree is also to a merch page that we never really promote, but it's there. Uh, and if you wanted to get yourself a present or a present for someone you, uh, you know, care about, uh, get them some someone you Heroes forgot merch. to order a present on time for. Yeah, exactly. You know, or again, a present for yourself. Get some merch. It's going to be it's going to be sick. Uh, you know, uh, and, and, and then maybe like, you know, I don't know, take a picture, like share it with us because we'd love to see what people are wearing like, stuff from the show. And now, the real the real winner out of those links, the, the one you really want to click, the one that's going to take you to the place you want to be, is the link to our Discord server. That's the crown jewel of our internet presence, the place where you can meet and greet and chat and hang out with us on a daily basis. We may not always check our Xer. You know, the Book of Faces is a little foreign to some of us, but Discord, that's where we live. And that's where you should come to meet us. We've got a bunch of different channels, things about D&D, things about not D&D. It's, uh, it's a growing but still thriving community. We would love for you to be a part of it. Now, if you really like us, you could uh, leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Um, at this point, I assume that you know where you're getting your podcasts from. You're a few episodes into this one. You probably stumbled on us somewhere and you know where you like to listen to things. And if they let you leave reviews, by all means do so, so that we can read it, recognize you as the five-star human that you are. Now, if for some reason the podcast service you are on does not allow you to leave reviews and you still want to tell us how you feel, well, we've got a channel in our Discord for that. It's called Five Stars. You leave your uh, review there, we'll read it just the same so we can recognize you as the five-star human that you are. I have a recognition to make, but this is a different kind. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Shout out to the one person on Spotify who gave us what I feel or believe to be our only one-star review. 
we did the math, and as of the time of this recording, of the 56 ratings on Spotify, we have a 4.9. Nicole did the math, and that turned out to be, if there is a one, if there is one one star in 55 five stars, that's an average of 4.92, my friends. I think we did it. We did it. We made it. We, we got a made one star it. We review. have a hater. Yep. We there did. we are. <laughs> they don't know you. how hapless they are. Did they actually leave You're... a review though? No, you no. can't do you can't do reviews. You can only do ratings on Spotify. So, and they're probably not even listening to this because if they did give us a one star review, I don't think they continued. However, into episode two hundred and fifty seven. If you're listening, please send us a review. We'd like to read the bad one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I want to I know why it's a one star and not saying that they don't have any reason to believe it's a one star because maybe we're not the cup of tea for everybody. But like, no, of I not. would like to know the reason. Uh-huh. Or no, or never tell us and let it be a mystery forever. Oh, no, or I shout get out the anxiety just, in me right now. Do you shout they, out to they our were, one they star were, review? They were firm believers in Tuesday afternoon brunch. Huh. Uh, that's fair. Do you that's have a, a five star yeah. review to palate cleanse us with? Um, not none from none from this era. Okay. But, uh, I do have. I, I will just quickly shout out. Let's see. For all the people who reviewed us on Facebook that I forgot about over the many years, we got Anthony, we got Tezza, we got Christopher. Listen, if y'all are still listening to this show, shout out. I'm so sorry we missed you. I promise we won't again. Hell yeah. Now, if you really, really like us, you could donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hapless heroes. We have a variety of reward tiers, uh, you know, just sort of a little entry level one that, uh, you know, shows that uh, you support our show. You know, maybe uh, maybe uh, one a little bit more than that that uh, gets you a little bit of access. The good stuff, the uh, the outtakes, the bloopers, the extra special channel uh, for our uh, patrons lounge where we all post with our pinkies in the air. Between two episodes, this was where you'll find it, right in uh, that uh, sweet spot of uh, our uh, Patreon there. And we do thank everyone who uh, patronizes us through Patreon. Uh, that uh, sort of gives us the funds to, uh, you know, cover our hosting costs and occasionally upgrade our equipment a little bit. Uh, you know, continue to bring you the ad-free listening that uh, is so valuable in an over-commercialized time like now. I suppose there's nothing really left for me to do here except to outro our cast, and we're going to outro backwards the way we came in because that's how we do. So on my right, we have Percival, played by Francesco. Never seen a shotgun priest before. To his right, we have Jam Jam, played by John. Until next time. To his right, we have Lev Zangief, played by Lou. Good night, everybody. To his right, we have Brew Blitzbor, played by Mike. I just wanted to enjoy my salad. To his right, we have Glorp, played by Nicole. Encore! Encore! And to her right, we have Chew, played by Sebastian. Yep, just five parts, whatever soup you can find, and an apple. That's it. My name is Dave. I've been your host and dungeon master for this evening. Join us next week as uh, we, uh, you know, meet the priest. Bye-bye now. Bye Bye now. See you.